I'm your host, Bramble Hart, and in this episode of Worry Cats Aren't in the World, I will be reading Sky of Storms chapters... I don't know. But, um, my microphone has stopped working, and it's like, it didn't work last episode either. So the audio quality will probably be a bit worse than normal. Also, um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Shout out to um, somebody who listens to Apple Podcasts and um, is very sweet. Reached out to me saying, um, just talking a bit about themselves and they didn't have a worry name. So we created one um, because their favourite flower was a rose. So Rose Fern, shout out to you. This will be a podcast available on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And um, she requested that I do a few more Warrior episodes. So I will do that. And um, I hope you enjoy the fanfic. I'm reading... Oh, yes. Chapters 7, 8, and 9. And then I can't read any further because Stripe still hasn't written his chapter on chapter 12. Um... I actually need to check that I've edited chapter 7. Um, yes, I have. Okay. Let's get into it. Also, my brother has a friend over, so it might be a bit loud. Chapter 7, Thornleaf. This is in first person. I woke up to the emptiness of Blaze Kit, Nibble, Nimble Kit, and Maple Kit missing. I got out of the nursery and noticed them all playing outside. Flickerclaw Flicker was watching them while chatting with Brambleheart. I padded, I padded towards them and said, I hope the kits aren't causing any trouble. It seemed that my kits were little troublemakers. They had been causing chaos all around the camp lately. They aren't. Don't worry, Brambleheart purred. I then heard Blaze Kit shout to her brother, Nimble Kit, you always cheat, I sighed. Okay, sorry about that. My dad walked in. Um, I'm just going to skip that part. Nimble Kit, Blaze Kit, come here. Maple Kit stared shocked from beside Birchball. The young apprentice put his tail around her back and walked her to the fresh kill pile. I looked back at the two kids. You two need to get along better with your clanmates and each other because we support each other. You two are lucky to not be in different clans. Because my sister, Mooncloud, when she was known as Mooncute, she was taking, taken to, to Leaf Clan because somehow we were half clan. <sighs> Blaze Kit breathed. I purred and nestled both kits, relishing their soft fur. Go join your sister and Birchbore at the Fresh Kill Pile. Take one thing each to the elders. I looked at Blaze Kit and Nimble Kit. Oh. Typo. Hoping they would do this small task. Nibblekit rolled his eyes and said, No thanks. Said and said, No thanks. Maplekit has a crush on Birchpool, and Birchpool likes Maplekit. Really? I replied, curiosity edging my voice. Blazekit nodded and purred. I purred and said, No wonder Birchpool likes Maplekit, because she is calmer than both of you and hardly causes any trouble. 
I then heard a cough from the medicine den and flinched. Badgerpore and Pinefer both had recovered from white cough, but Blackfoot was still in the medicine den, suffering from green cough. Brambleheart was comforting her mother, Mabelclaw, because Mabelclaw was, was so worried. I never knew my mother, because she died having me and my little mate. So Mabelclaw had raised me alongside Brambleheart. Brambleheart is like a sister to me. Mabelclaw is like a mother to me, but I'm determined that my kids won't lose me or Flickerclaw. They'll grow up with both parents. I faintly heard Lilyheart then say, Mabelclaw, Brambleheart and Thornleaf, Blackfoot wants to see you. I left the kits with Birchbolt and went into the medicine den. Brambleheart's gaze was dark. Blackfoot said scratchily, Good, you are all here. He coughed. I stared at him worriedly. What is it, Blackfoot? A stamper. He stared at me and said, I'm going to join Starkland soon. As you have noticed, Lilyheart's herbs have no effect on me. I heard Mapleclaw whisper with tears filling her eyes. Oh, don't say such things, Blackfoot. He's right, though. The herbs were un unable to work. Blackfoot is in pain. Maybe this is for the best, Brambleheart said as calmly as she could. It was clear she wasn't coping with this news. Blackfoot then said, Brambleheart, take care of your kids. Same with you, Thornleaf. Brambleheart stared at him, shocked. I'm not expecting kits, Brambleheart nervously stated. Yes, you are, Lilyheart confirmed. When we turned back to Blackfoot, he was very still and not breathing. His gaze was blank. I let out a soft murmur of grief. I heard Mabelclaw wail when she saw that Blackfoot was dead. I saw Brambleheart back out of the medicine den, her eyes worried and scared. I followed her out and gathered my gathered my kits close to me. Maple Kit said, What happened? Why is everyone so sad? Blackfoot's dead, sweetheart, I replied to Maple Kit's question. Flicker Claw pressed against me, comforting me as I was grieving for the cat that treated me like a daughter. I watched Brambleheart go underneath some shade. I padded towards her. I pressed against her brown fur. We were both grieving. Out of the corner of my eye, I noticed Flickerclaw head into Jetstar's den. Jetstar then came out of the den and called, Let all cats old enough to catch their own prey gather under the fig tree for a clan meeting. Brambleheart and I padded towards her. My kids stared in excitement at the black cat on the rock. That's when I realised my kids were six moons old. The apprentice ceremony was today. Jetstar then motioned to my three kids and said, Maple Kid, before you earn your warrior name, you'll be known as Maplepaw. Your mentor will be Junipercaw. Maplepaw trotted over to Junipercaw to touch noses with her. Blaze Kid, you'll be known as Blazepaw. Thornley, since Cloudstripe is now a warrior, you can take on another apprentice. Blazepaw will be your apprentice. I know normally family members aren't supposed to mentor their kids, but I believe an apprentice will be good for you. I nodded in agreement, and finally, Nimblekit, you'll be known as Nimblepaw. Your mentor will be Golden Step. We called their apprentice names into the twilight sky, then got ready to sit vigil for Blackfoot. A long night lay ahead of us. 
Now, I really, 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 well, actually, is this a chapter? Oh, no, it's not. It's not a really, really bad one. Good. This is actually a pretty good one. Um, well, not really good. It's cringy again. I hate <laughs> what I chose as a plot twist, but still, like, a plot for my character. But anyway, um, chapter 8, Brambleheart. Tears blurred Brambleheart's vision as she backed out of the den. I am not expecting, am I? I lay of grief. I, I don't really know how to say that properly. Like, I am not expecting. I don't know what voice to put it in, but, um, yeah. A layer of grief covered the camp the next few days. Brambleheart had been excused from deputy duties because of the loss of Blackfoot and because of her pregnancy. She was lost without hunting and patrolling. Plus one very annoying question kept popping up in Brambleheart's conversations. Who was the father? Everyone was assuming it was Aspenleaf because Brambleheart had once had a silly little crush on him. But it wasn't like Brambleheart could say who the father was. Just thinking about fathers brought a fresh wave of grief as Brambleheart remembered her dear father, Blackfoot. She put that aside. Brambleheart remembered that she was meeting up with Rapid Strike tonight. They agreed it was too risky meeting every couple of nights, so they met up whenever it was a quarter moon, half moon and three quarter moon. Not a full moon because of the gatherings. This was the first time they would see each other since Brambleheart found out she was carrying kits and it was going to be hard breaking the news to Rapid Strike. After a long chat with Rapid Strike, Brambleheart decided to blurt out the news about her kits really quickly. I'm expecting kit... Oh, actually, it says softy. I'm expecting... <laughs> Let me try to say this properly. I am expecting kits. She meowed softly. Oh, Rapid Strike looked down at his paws. Sadness filled his gaze. Who... Oh. Who is a lucky father, Aspenleaf? Uh, can I retry that? Yes, it's my podcast. I can retry that. Okay. Oh, Rapid Strike looked down at his paws. Sadness filled his gaze. Who is the lucky father? Uh, Aspenleaf? He sorrowfully asked. No, not him. Why does everyone keep assuming it's him? It is you, you daft furball. Bramblehot glared at him angrily. Even the father of my kids thought Aspenleaf was the dad. Was my crush that obvious? Me? Oh wow, I'm going to have kids. I'm going to be a father. Rapid Strike jumped up on his paws and playfully tackled Brambleheart to the ground. Rapid Strike then sat up. And to answer your question about Aspenleaf, it was pretty obvious you liked him. You always glanced at him fondly and you were always nervous when talking to him. When you talk to him you sound like an excited kid, Rapid Strike purred. Well, I be- well, I hope I look at you that way, because you're the only one I love now. Um, that was really cringy. Oh, okay. Sunstripe's chapter. Chapter 9, Sunstripe. As Sunstripe veered around the thorn bush, which had caught the intruder, the smell of juniper berries struck him. What were they used for? Headaches? He had often tried to listen to Herb Scent go on and on and on about all the different herbs in case he ever needed to help anyone, but he could never wrap his tail around any of it. Aha! Caught you, intruder. Who are you? Sunstripe? Is that you? It's me, Herb Scent. 
I seem to have dug this thorn in real deep. I'm sorry, I don't know what that <laughs> voice is. Okay. Um, Herbsent trailed off as he tried grasping the thorn in his teeth. Herbsent, I'm sorry, I didn't know it was you. I just guessed there was some wild juniper growing somewhere. Let me help. As Sunshine peeled, helped push the thorn out, Herbsent finally managed to take hold of the thorn and pull it out fully. Aha, thanks for your help, Sunshine. Now, would you be able to grab me some of the herbs I dropped when running from you, please? <laughs> oh, of course. Sorry about that. Sunstripe quickly dashed off, embarrassed. When Sunstripe finally arrived back at camp, he had a long look around for Rapid Strike. He knew the gathering was coming up and he really wanted to go this time, but he couldn't find Rapid Strike anywhere. You look mighty lost there, son. Hmm. You look mighty lost there, Sunstripe. Something the matter? It was good here. Sunstripe whisked around to reply. Yeah, thanks, Goodyear. I just can't find Rapid Strike. Is he on patrol? Hmm, no, I don't remember him leaving camp, but he truly isn't here. I'm not sure. Sorry. Goodyear sighed and walked away. I guess I'll have to wait until he gets back, Sunstripe thought as he sat down to doze. I actually want to check if Goodyear is an is a elder. Is an elder, I'm sorry. If he isn't Sunstripe, but this oh no, it's not. <laughs> he's not an elder. Oops, he's um. Oh well, I'm not gonna reread all that. But yeah, that's all for today. Um, all these episodes are pretty short. I hope you guys don't mind them being that short. But um, yeah, it's easy for me. I won't do a Skystorm episodes next next week because uh Sunstripe hasn't finished his chapter but it, um if you have any ideas on what you want me to do leave them in the description uh I might just do a ramble episode where I like make some room decor or something because I kind of want to fix up my room a bit I haven't actually ever decorated my room in an aesthetic and it would be nice to do that for once but, um, yeah, I'm also really busy with school. I always say that, but I am. I promise. Okay. Thank you for listening to Workouts Out in the World. Tune in for future episodes. Bye.